Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of our podcast, which we also videotape. It's called Garner Station, uh, put on by the town of Garner. And I'm your host today. I'm Rick Mercer. I uh, work as the communications manager for the town. And today we are so honored to have with us the mayor himself, Mayor Ken Marshburn. And we're going to do something a little special today. We're going to... Uh, we're going to kind of do like a state of the town type uh, interview. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to try to cover a lot of ground. We, we realized, the, the mayor and I did as we got into this, the, that there really so much happened last year. And, um, you know, a few things sort of dominated uh, a lot of our, our mental energy and, and everything. But, uh, but really so much happened. So we're going to talk about some of those things and maybe look forward to uh, what, what we can expect this year, too. So, um, Mr. Mayor, thank you for making time uh, for us. Uh, let's let's jump right in. And um, you, do you want to greet our viewers and our listeners? Sure, sure, Rick. Uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to use this forum to uh, to talk to our citizens. Uh, many of them will be, I'm sure, Garner residents, but I'm sure there will be people that will eventually uh, uh, watch this that are people who are not actually residents of town, but they live in close proximity, and I'm sure they have an interest in what's going on in our area. So. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about uh, using this as sort of a different uh, forum for a State of the Town address. We hope and think that it'll be uh, interesting and informative, and uh, we'll do our best to to make it so. And I want to thank uh, these guys who are working behind the scenes to to make this happen. So uh, uh, interested uh, and quite excited about the opportunity to answer some questions and to share information. So thank you, sir. Yes. So let's... Uh you know, some of the highlights from 2021. We'll um, do a deeper dive on, on several of these, but kind of what, if you were, you know, ticking off the list of four or five of the, the big things that happened last year, what would you uh, note? Well, um, surely uh, the bond referendum that the uh, town of Garner passed uh, has to be high on the list. It's certainly one that comes to my mind, and uh, I'm so excited that our citizens approved that. Um, and we can talk about that a little later. Uh, also, we uh, we opened our Garner Recreation Center. That's been something that's been pending for some time, and so excited to see that open. And, and again, uh, it's a great uh, addition to our town and a great uh, facility. Uh, something that's a little ways out is um, is a new VA outpatient clinic. Um, uh, sometime earlier in the year, we uh, got some contact about the interest of the VA in building a clinic here, and uh, we're so excited that uh, uh, that's been basically approved. We don't know exactly when construction will start, but, you know, that's going to help uh, any number of our veterans, both who live here in Garner and those who live in some surrounding areas like Johnson County and, and put those facilities closer by to, to many. And also, um, you know, it will provide obviously some, some good jobs, uh, uh, the federal government, the VA uh, coming to our area. So that's uh, that's another highlight. Um and then I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, some uh, moves on our staff. Uh, Joe Benz, who was our police chief, uh, retired, and we'll talk about that a little bit more in, a, in, in just a little bit. But um, uh, those were some of the uh, some of the highlights uh, that I mentioned. I probably have missed some. I'm trying to refer to uh, different notes along the way. But you prompt me if I if uh, there's some that I should have covered. Sure. Well, let's, you know, the bond re referendum was so, so huge, and that will drive a lot of what happens in the future in Garner in terms of um, planning for our growth, building out some of the infrastructure and, uh, 
you know, guaranteeing that we can maintain our level of services and, and the, the great quality of life that um, brings people here and makes people want to stay here um, for, for generations sometimes. So, uh, you know, the, the bond referendum, we had four questions. One was on parks and recreation. One was uh, street and sidewalks, stormwater. And then the last one was uh, public safety and services facilities, which, as we've said, is really just a, a fancy way to say a, a new fire station for a growing part of town. So, um, what do you, I mean, th those, those questions all passed by a really large margin. What do you think that tells us, uh, uh th from the voters? Well, um, amongst other things, Rick, I think it says that the, uh, voters, uh, understood what the bond questions were. And I think they, uh, they felt that there was a need for us to, to take these actions. Um, Garner is obviously is a growing town and, uh, you know, as towns grow, uh, as you need to continue to expand your services, um, uh, you know, there's no easy way to do that. And so it usually costs more money. And we believe uh, uh, bond referendums are, are a good way to do that. Um, and so uh, I, I would say on behalf of our town council and their local government that we are sensitive to the fact that we need to be uh, physically um, responsible. And I think our town hopefully uh, sees our town government that way. And so... Uh, there was a there was a note in some of the um, uh, literature that we sent out uh, that makes I think a good point and and basically it says the bonds are about funding uh, Garner's future. They're also about uh, serving uh, critical needs of a growing community and so it's prudent for us to uh, propose uh, that these that's what uh, these bonds will do. So uh, as you noted, we can talk a little bit more about the individual ones, but all of the areas uh, that they cover. Are, are crucial areas uh, that need some attention. Yeah, and so the uh, as we said, the the one the one was is, is basically to build a new fire station in a in a growing part of town, uh, kind of down 401 area toward 1010. Um, stormwater is somewhat self-explanatory. Well, in the sense that we have some aging stormwater infrastructure that we will need to upgrade. Exactly. Um, how about the um, like the parks and recreational bonds and then the street and sidewalk bonds. We had a special council meeting yesterday and the council and, and you and staff uh, kind of went into a little more detail about some of that stuff. Um, do you want to talk about those two in particular, since those are the ones that probably uh, listeners want and maybe need to hear more about? Sure, sure. I do want to make just one point about the um, public safety bonds, and that is that the facility that will be built uh, will be done in conjunction uh, with uh, Wake County uh, EMS services, and so that'll be a shared facility, and that'll uh, offset some of the expense of that. So, uh, so that was, um, I think, a good partnership that uh, will help us do that. Uh, yeah, when it comes to uh, the park and uh, recreation uh, bonds, most of our citizens know that we purchased uh, two nice uh, park properties, uh, potential park properties. That's uh, what we call the uh, Jurgen property, and also. Um, the Meadowbrook property. Um, as it relates to the Jurgen property, um, we see that as probably one that's going to feature multi-purpose uh, athletic fields and, of course, a lot of other things. The Meadowbrook property, still some planning and phasing to do there. There's some that are working on sort of behind the scenes. Uh, we've engaged a consultant who is uh, working with us and, and uh, helping uh, with those. We're probably not going to have enough money uh, in this bond uh, to build them out completely. So we're talking about phasing of both of those properties, which will allow us to go ahead and 
and get a master uh, plan in place and go ahead and, and begin uh, some of the work, but uh, the build-out itself is going to take some time. That's that's an area that uh, that our town, I think, has uh, indicated. They, they, they like good parks. Often think of uh, Lake Benson, which a previous uh, council uh, created a number of years ago, and we've had just uh, a lot of use of that and White Deer Park as well. So we think that uh, these two new parks will certainly fill a need that we have, and the citizens will be appreciative of those. Uh, one of those will probably have, obviously, more of a focus uh, as a passive park and uh, perhaps the other a more of, a, of a, a recreational park as well. Great. And the, the street and sidewalk uh, bonds, I mean, one of the, the big projects, and we talked about this as we were reaching out to citizens before the vote, is uh, some work to widen Jones Sausage Road, continuing yes. the widening on the, the portion north of, Garner, or north of East Garner Road, that's right going out toward, toward 40 in the interchange. Um, so that's one thing, but there's, uh, you know, there's another, you know, other opportunities will arise, plus there's the whole sidewalks piece of that. You're exactly right, and, and the area that you mentioned is certainly a, a key focus. Uh, we've needed to to do some work there on the Jones Sausage Road area, and it's going to help to widen that. While it's not a part of this uh, bond um, referendum, Many people know there's a, eventually a plan to extend John Sausage Road on across, uh, actually to Highway 70 and and beyond. We're not we're not there yet, but this will give us a, a good start. And and as we're going into downtown and the road work uh, there, as you go into the recreation center and some sidewalks uh, in that area and some on uh, Vandor Springs Road, we're in the process of building one that's been long delayed over there. So uh, these these bonds are going to allow us to uh, to build more sidewalks. Citizens have indicated that they like the uh, mobility and the walkability that it that it makes for our town. And obviously, in some of the older sections of our town, uh, sidewalks weren't required back when developers were building in those days. So uh, we're catching up to some extent uh, in that regard. But um, that that's that's a very important part of our bond program, and will really help us uh, to make some good progress in our roads and sidewalks. I don't mean to give the impression that um, we will be able to do major road building. Obviously, most of that is done by North Carolina Department of Transportation. Um, but where we can, uh, and uh, also, of course, to do maintenance of our road, all of those things are important to a town that's growing. And and one thing that came up during the 2013 bond program was, uh, was greenways, and in particular, a way to connect uh, some of those neighborhoods down uh, Buffalo Road to our premier parks, uh, yeah. White Deer and, and Lake Benson Park. Um, and that that project had to get shelved, couldn't get completed with the 2013 bond program. Is that, but is that something we might look at in, in the new bonds that were? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you're exactly right. Uh, as we looked at the options of that, uh, that became a rather expensive, uh, excuse me, expensive proposal to 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 get that greenway work there over to our two parks and so we're sensitive to the need to do that and we're committed uh, with this uh, new bond program I think to uh, to resolve that in terms of what the route that will take and and complete that portion of it that that's uh, one of the things that uh, st still has to be designed and some other work has to be done but we certainly expect uh, to be able to get those citizens in that area over there connected um, um, which will be uh, a big help to them as well, and it'll help uh, expand our greenway system for sure. Yeah, and um, 
So, so we are pretty much wrapping up the 2013 bond program. It's been a, you know, we, we've done a lot of major projects. We built this building, right? We, yeah. <laughs> this new town hall, which is not so new anymore. Um, what were, do you want to like name some of the sure. other major things that were part of that? Cause I think sure. maybe voters need to be reminded of, of kind of what we got last time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, as you mentioned, yeah, this nice facility that we're in today has certainly, uh, served the town well and, and will into the future, even though it's, it's already, uh, getting a little crowded. So, uh, we'll, we'll look at ways that, and the building was built so that there can be some expansion, but just across the way from us, of course, is, uh, I call it a new police uh, headquarters. Obviously, it was a building that we'd purchased uh, that we were able to renovate and uh, and moved our uh, police department into that. I think it's serving our, our police uh, uh, department very well. And so that was a, a part of the bonds as well. I should also mention um, that uh, we were able to build a couple of dog parks. Uh, our dog lovers uh, seem to uh, appreciate that. Over, one over in uh, Lake Benson Park and then one over at uh, in the uh, north side of town, close to uh, the senior center. Actually, is a good location over there. So, so that was another project that we were able uh, to complete. Well, the rec. yeah, the rec center. Excuse me. Yes, we were we were able to uh, to build that, and I hope many of our citizens are becoming more aware of that. I uh, uh, it hasn't been open that long. Uh, but it's a, it's a great facility. I won't try to describe it all. It's got three high school-sized gymnasiums in it. It has a nice walking, running track. I can testify to the fact that I've used that. When the wintertime comes, I'm somewhat of a jogger. So when the weather gets real cold, I like to come inside. And so I've been over there running. It's a ninth of a mile track over there that is good for walking or for running. And, of course, it has a lot of other uh, good space over there. So I encourage our citizens to come over and, uh, and check that out as well. Uh, all, all of these things, I think, just, you know, add to the quality of life. And so hopefully the citizens are satisfied with the fact that the, the bond money that they approved back in 2013 was used for the purposes we indicated. And so now we see the results of that. And uh, certainly that will be true in a, in a few years with the current bond program that we just passed. And, uh, you know, I guess residents might wonder, well, how soon will we start seeing some of this new stuff getting built? Um, but, but of course, you know, things, things take time. It takes so. time. You're right. You're so. right. And, and it'll be a little while, Rick. Um, obviously, we're in some of the planning stages. And even after you plan, there's, uh, you know, there's design uh, things that have to be done, engineering stuff. So uh, obviously, we're in the early portion of, uh, of 2022. So it'll, uh, it'll take a little while for, for those things uh, to come to fruition. But we are actively engaged and working on that. In fact, um, our council is going to have a, um, we usually try to have a, a, an annual retreat. And so, uh, we'll be having one in mid February, I believe it is. And we'll be spending some time, uh, talking some about that and having several uh, sessions, but, uh, there's, there's sort of a, a master plan in place and I'll be able to talk more about that as, uh, as things unfold and get a little further down the road. And, and as we said, you know, some of the parkland development work is the, the design phase of yes. it is, is already underway. Design work on the Jones Sausage Road widening is underway. That's so, right. Yep. But, you know, things do move kind of slowly, especially those really, really big projects like that. Well, you're exactly right. And, um, you know, I know transportation is interesting to a lot of people. And that's a classic example that, uh, you know, building roads takes time. And, and so, uh, but yeah, 
Uh, so uh, we, 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 we understand the citizens will want to see things move along as quickly as possible, and certainly we, we want that to happen as well. So there won't be any uh, foot dragging from the standpoint of, uh, I think, their town government. But uh, I think most people understand it. It'll, it'll, it'll take a while. But uh, they'll start seeing some of the results of that in due time, and uh, we're excited about some of the things it's going to allow us to do for sure. Let's turn to economic development because, um, you know, things have seemed pretty irregular, unusual, obviously, because of the pandemic and everything. But there's really been so much happening here. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about some of those highlights? Sure. You did mention the, the VA outpatient clinic, but there's, you know, there's that and, and some other things. too. Yep. And I was going to start with that one. So, uh, you know, it's going to be right at, down at the corner of 50 and uh, Rand Road and um uh, as we've noted, that's that's going to uh, be a, a big addition to our town, and uh, our our veterans will certainly benefit from that. I uh, should mention that uh, we're starting to see some movement in the life science areas. Uh, out on Rainer Road, there's a life uh, science building that's going to be constructed out there, and we think that construction will begin fairly soon. Closer into town, in the old Kmart building over uh, on 401, uh, that's fairly recent information, but that's going to be developed as a life science space as well. And so those are two good examples of, um, of Garner uh, moving more into that arena. Uh, we're excited. It helps us uh, diversify our economy. And of course, uh, as we know, life sciences usually uh, bring good paying jobs to our area. So it'll be uh, good for, uh, for our economy for sure. Um, something, again, that's fairly new is uh, something called Launch Garner, um, which uh, was started uh, fairly recently. And part of that is it offers uh, free instruction and mentoring for local small business owners. And I'll just read this, prospective entrepreneurs. Um, the Garner Economic Development Corporation, in partnership with Wake Tech, uh, have announced uh, recently a new scholarship uh, to be endowed uh, by the Garner Economic Development Corporation, and this will provide some free rides for local high school graduates to attend Wake Tech. Um, so, you know, I see that as a, it's a great investment in our young people, and obviously they are our future. So, uh, again, um, and recently there was a graduation I was privileged to attend of, of some of these uh, entrepreneurs and uh, having them share some of the plans that they have and in the program that they went through, and there was a graduation at the end of that. So um, I think it's just great that our town is diversifying more uh, in its um, in its economic development. Uh, that's been part of our past, and I think it'll be a, certainly an important part of our future as well. And yeah, I mean, I really like the fact that, you know, our economic development department, uh, you know, Joe Stallings, you know, he, he and his team, they do so much, uh, it, but it's not just all about like, you know, luring the, the, the big employers or, you know, building a lot of new industrial space or the, this, the life science space as we have. I mean, all of that's exciting, but there's also this other piece of, you know, uh, nurturing small local business and, and, exactly. and then, uh, you know, helping to, to, to nurture and foster our future workforce with, um, you know, with this scholarship endowment. That, that, that's a very good point, and I'd certainly like to give uh, Joe Stalin's credit. Uh, he served us well this town, well as our economic uh, development director, and he's been very proactive. You know, in some of the places where businesses have moved out and their empty storefronts, uh, uh, he's uh, he's worked hard to uh, to recruit other businesses, and we've certainly had uh, some success at, at that as well. And of course, our Greenfield Park. 
Uh, just recently, we approved a new building there. It's either a little warehouse space or some industrial space. And so some of these areas that have uh, been part of our economic base all along, like you said, sometimes the, the big new things coming in get all the attention. But uh, he's worked steadily along to uh, to work on having infill space and places like that. So uh, that that's another park that's been around a while, but it's served us well. And it's still... Uh, uh, it's still having some some new uh, buildings uh, added out there as well. So, so uh, somewhat related to economic development and quality of life and making Garner a, a more exciting and interesting place to, to live is uh, the, all the stuff happening in our historic downtown. We talked briefly about, well, you talked a bit about the, the recreation center, which is downtown and, and bringing, you know, more foot traffic to downtown. Um, you know, but there's some other things that have, that have happened in the past year and that are going to continue, we'll continue to see, you know, movement on some of these things um, yeah. this year and beyond. Okay. Yeah. Thank, thank you for asking. You're, you're exactly right. Uh, you know, again, the rec center is a, is a very visible uh, kind of uh, construction there. And already talked about the, um, uh, the, the way it is bringing foot traffic down there and it's going to serve well our athletic needs, but it also has some educational space and other things that can be, uh, can have multi-purpose use, so that's a nice thing. Uh, the council also uh, has selected a, a developer for a public-private partnership on a piece of town-owned property that's right there adjacent to the uh, to the rec center, and so uh, this is going to be uh, unique. It's a multi-story building that will offer retail on the ground floor and some residential units above, and uh, it's uh, slated to have what's called tabletop parking. Uh, which will be uh, unique to that area. And so uh, uh, the council has also approved some infill residential uh, development uh, in that area of town. So uh, uh, another illustration of uh, that's what making that uh, that area grow. Also, I should mention that, uh, you know, it's becoming more of a thriving commercial district. A lot of people don't know, but uh, a distillery just opened uh, that um, uh, in 2021. Uh, it, it's an event space, and also it's an actual distillery and a tasting room. And so uh, we expect uh, more to come in the in the coming year. And as other businesses, uh, we think will will see our downtown as a place that they will want to to consider relocating to. Uh, and then uh, certainly, it's fairly fresh on the minds of a lot of people. Uh, uh, the downtown area, we had the uh, Garner Night Markets, and we think those, uh, they were well attended. People came to the area, had a lot of vendors came down there, food trucks and the whole bit. Uh, a lot of uh, lot of community gathering down there. And so uh, that that mix of things brought in people, not only of our citizens, but uh, people from around the area, from different areas of the Triangle. So we hope that'll continue. We think and expect that it will. And so, you know, as the weather warms up, we'll we'll come back to those things. Uh, I, sh I would be remiss if I didn't talk about uh, public art in that area down there. If folks haven't been down there recently, uh, they should uh, take in the uh, the brand new mural. Mural is that the way you say it? That uh, that uh, celebrates the contributions of African Americans. Uh, nicely done. Many people are, are familiar, I guess, with the mural there on the uh, Full Bloom building. But this is a new one, uh, just completed. I think within the last what couple months, uh, two or three months or so. In, yeah, in the in the fall. Where were we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back it, in the fall. Very recent. And in addition to that, of course, we have some, uh, you know, we have some homegrown artists right here in our town, some that I didn't know about. And uh, by the way, our own town manager's uh, wife uh, is uh, is quite an artist, and she's displayed some of her arts around. But uh, 
we were excited to see that uh, the recent art around town initiative displayed a lot of uh, paintings by our local artists. Uh, this was done mainly in the downtown area, but it was spread in other places. I saw uh, a rendition or two out at uh, our parks, out at Lake Benson Park and other places. So gave our artists uh, some good exposure and reminded our citizens that there is a strong local artist component while it's sort of headquartered in the downtown area, but it's uh, uh, it's adding uh, to the aesthetics of our town, and uh, I'm pretty excited to see that happen, for sure. And that new mural is on the side of the Locks Naturals and More um, business, yes. which is, uh, I guess it's the corner of Maine and uh, Rand Mill. Yes, thank you. If for... you, you go down there, that's where that new distillery space is as well. That's not... That's not right on Main Street, but folks will find that just kind of tucked. In yeah, the back there. yeah, and it's, sort of just it's right tough. behind it or yeah. beyond it there, I believe. So, yeah, thank you for noting that uh, that location for sure. Um, so, you know, obviously, I think, well, I say obviously because I think you can you can see it when you're out around town and driving around and, and perhaps in, uh, you know, a little more traffic these days. But we have had, obviously, some residential development in different parts of town, a concentrated a lot of it concentrated in, in sort of one area, but yeah. other spots around Garner as well. You want to talk yeah, about that? Yeah, 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 you're right. I think, you know, the development is occurring basically in what I call the sort of the southern perimeter of our town, southern and eastern, I guess you'd say. And and, and some of it, you can identify it by the two new schools that are down in the area, the South Garner High School and also the Brian Road School. There have been a number of developments there. I'll mention the names of those in just a minute. But also, um, you know, in other areas of uh, town as well, not too far from where I live, are the uh, uh, are the new townhomes. I think they're called the uh, Minglewood townhomes right off of uh, Aversboro Road. Um, but some others, uh, well, some others out in the south area are uh, Oak Park Avenues at White Oak and the Grove at White Oak, uh, Ridgemore and Harper's Landing. So how many did I name? Four or five right there. Several. And are, if you yeah. go down that way, there's you'll you'll see a lot of construction activity. You really that. will. Yeah, that's 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 been a growth area. And so then more uh, in in uh, in town over on Buffalo Road, there's a Buffalo Grove that's uh, going over there. Auburn Village over here, uh, close to Auburn Road. Uh, and of course, I already mentioned the uh, townhouses at Minglewood, um, right here off of Aversboro Road. Um, so, so yeah, that that's all a sign, obviously, of the growth that is coming to Wake County, but also is coming to our town. Uh, I think we all agree that uh, Garner was slower to grow than some of our municipalities in Wake County. So um, we're seeing a lot of that growth come our way, and uh, we're trying to plan for that um, and, and prepare for that. Uh, by some estimates, uh, there's an indication that maybe we uh, we grew as much as 5% uh, in population in the past year, and uh, um wouldn't doubt that that's probably an accurate figure since you see that by the uh, the amount of housing and uh, I think it's easy to estimate that our population is probably well over 33,000. We used to have this ongoing little uh, thing with uh, I, I guess it was Holly um, Holly Springs and some of the other towns like okay whose population is bigger but Garner, Garner is uh, certainly seeing some of the growth and I think it's a good and a positive thing. Growth brings its own challenges obviously but um, uh, you know, it's natural for a town to grow, and I think people are are discovering us, and uh, we're going to do all that we can to make sure that the growth is leveraged, and um, that we do all I can, all we can, to make sure that our quality of services remains as our citizens here expect it to be. And speaking of services, one of the essential services that a, a municipality provides is, you know, your first responders, your 
you know, police, fire, uh, EMS. We talked about, you know, uh, fire and EMS, and thank you for adding the fact that that's going to be a fire and EMS station, that new facility. Yeah. Um, you know, but there was some big news for our, a couple of our first responder agencies uh, yeah. this past year. You want to talk about that? Thank you. Thank you for asking. I surely do. Well, uh, Garner Fire and Rescue um, has recently earned its uh, national uh, accreditation. That's something they have been uh, working on for several years. Um, and I think it speaks well of their leadership and their efforts to uh, to earn this uh, distinction. Uh, I was pleased to to be there when the um, when the presentation was was uh, was made to them. It's been a long time coming, and so uh, it speaks well for them and, and their hard work in doing that. And we anticipate that they probably, like our police department, will um, that'll be the first step in, in ongoing reaccreditation. But our police department j just received its ninth reaccreditation, which um, past leadership in the police department obviously um, started that, and subsequent leadership has, has carried that on. And so, again, that's... Uh, it's something that speaks well for, for the police department. I'm proud of both of those departments. Um, I should mention, obviously, that uh, uh, Joe Benz, uh, who came up through the ranks and uh, worked for a number of years and then was promoted to chief, uh, he served our town well, but he recently uh, retired. Um, and so we wish uh, Joe well. He served, I think, for some 30 years probably there. And so uh, we, we appreciate uh, certainly all the contributions that he made. But... Um, to replace Joe, a decision was made recently out of a number of applicants to name uh, Lori Smith uh, as our new police chief. Again, Lori is an example of, of a person who, uh, who's worked in the department for a number of years. She's earned her spurs, I guess you could say. She's, she certainly uh, is, a, is a very credentialed person. And so uh, we're excited to, uh, to note that she's uh, the first female uh, chief in our town. And so... Uh, Kudos uh, to Chief Smith, and uh, we look for her to do great things with that department. She's well-known by the staff there and, uh, and well-respected and uh, well-known by our citizens. She's a person who grew up in the town. She obviously knows the town well, and so uh, we think that um, she's, she's going to be a very, uh, a very good uh, chief and hopefully for some years to come. Yeah, those are, those are all really notable things that happened in the past year. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, you know, COVID, we got to, we continually come back to that, you know, despite all the, the great things that happened, that, that is sort of the, the, the cloud that continues to sort of hover, um, and to put a damper on some things, but still, despite that, some things, we're able to do a lot of things this year with the community, despite COVID and, um, had some good successes with some community involvement. Uh, yeah. some of our things. You want to talk about those? Sure, I do. And and actually, before I jump into that, I meant to say this a little earlier, but uh, but you're exactly right. I mean, uh, from the year I became mayor, COVID uh, became sort of the dominant factor that impacted us all and uh, and, and some people in, in, in more difficult ways than others. And so uh, I don't mind saying to our citizens that, um, you know, COVID is is there it's it's with us uh, some variants of it apparently going to be with us for for some time to come and so um i, I encourage all of our citizens uh, to um to listen to the uh, good medical information that they received and uh, i encourage people to to get vaccinated uh, from all i know and understand i think um, that's one of the best ways uh, to deal with that folks seem to have differing 
views about it, but uh, certainly my wife and my family and I are fully vaccinated. Um, I think more of our citizens uh, have gone that route, and I think that's the proper thing to do. And so there are certainly any number of places uh, in Wake County to be tested. Um, and with the spike uh, that we've seen in recent times, I just uh, would encourage all of our folks uh, to to take that action and to go ahead and, and get Vaccinated. We even hear from our medical facilities uh, about the uh, the um, obviously the increasing um, patient load that they have and the difficulties they have. But at any rate, as you mentioned, uh, Rick, uh, in spite of that, um, there were a number of things that uh, happened uh, uh, over the last year that we were able to do. Litter is a is an ongoing problem that we hear from certain of our citizens about, and so during the past year. Uh, we had, I think it was over 120 volunteers who came together over time and cleaned up uh, some 11 miles of our roadway, uh, which obviously makes a big difference uh, in the beautification of our town. And so we're very appreciative of those kinds of efforts. Um, uh, one of the things that uh, maybe some folks haven't heard about, but uh, we did uh, create a, a Juneteenth committee. Um, which is becoming active. It's a combination of some residents and town staff and even some elected officials. Uh, they focused on educational activities last year, and they hope to expand the scope of their work to have in-person events to make this, uh, to, to, to go with the Juneteenth holiday, which has been declared as a, as a holiday. So uh, if you want to know more about that, by the way, I have a, a website here or a site that's Garner juneteenth.com and you can learn more about uh, what that committee is doing and, and ways you can get involved. We mentioned our police department for other reasons, but uh, they started something perhaps under the previous chief and it's been ongoing even though COVID has uh, stymied some of that. But uh, I know it as, uh, I guess, barbershop rap sessions, I believe, uh, where uh, they go into uh, to barbershops and uh, have conversations with many times some of the uh, young uh, teenage uh, guys who will come there I had a chance to attend one of those uh, uh, several months ago and was very impressed with the with the conversation and the way it was uh, structured and uh, was a very good thing, I believe. Um, also, the police department gets credit for something called PAL, uh, which is the uh, Police Athletics and uh, Activities League. Uh, they've been very active in our elementary and our middle schools. Um, and so uh, uh, they have been strong now for, I guess, over a decade. And... Uh, Many of our citizens have heard of them, and if you want to know more about them, you can contact the police department. But those are just a few of some of the community-related things that are ongoing, and uh, we expect more of those uh, to, to continue uh, to, uh, to occur as we move forward. And, you know, in terms of kind of things getting a little more back to normal and stops and starts and, you know, then maybe one step forward, one, one step back with yeah. COVID, and the variants, uh, you know, we, the Parks and Recreation, uh, Parks, Recreation, and Cultural Resources Department did did have a chance to get some things kind of up and going again. I think uh, yep. th most notably maybe the July 3rd celebration. Yeah. Um, so there was that. Then And maybe there are a couple other things that, that we were able to start doing again. Yes. And uh, hope to build on that momentum as hopefully Omicron subsides. Well, you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, and I give Parks and Rec a lot of credit. Um, they they were active in spite of those things. So uh, uh, to sort of get our 
certainly the July 3rd, which is a much-loved event and a well-attended year after year. We obviously uh, had to cancel that for um, one year. We brought it back, yeah, we brought yeah. it back this year under their leadership. They did a good job, and so uh, uh, that was uh, very uh, uh, well-attended. Also, the GPAC, um, the programming there and the uh, live um, uh, entertainers they bring there had to cease uh, during COVID, and but they were able to do some streaming of uh, of some presentations. And more recently, they've been able to bring uh, in some 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 live artists uh, and people. So uh, we hope that will continue. It's a place that I really like to uh, to attend. We've had some uh, very good entertainers to come there. And then something that a lot of people may not know about, and certainly you're aware of, is the uh, Garner History Museum at the Restored Historic Depot. I commend our Garner uh, Historical Society. I believe that's the right uh, designation for them. They were instrumental in pushing the town to, to, to move in this direction. And so we arranged to have that uh, train car moved over there and uh, the, the depot there on Pearl Street. Uh, they're up and running. I'm not sure exactly what their hours are, but... Uh, uh, you can check and see. This is all done by volunteers uh, in terms of the opening of it and, and um, getting a chance to tour that facility. They are on Facebook. You can look up Garner Area Historical Society. I had the, They just sort of formally opened, what, about, uh, I can't we, remember. We had the, I guess ago. we had the grand opening ceremony um, just prior to Thanksgiving, didn't we? GarnerAreaHistoricalSociety.org. Okay. 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 All right. Well, that's a lot, but um, sure. you, you can sure. uh, you can look them up that way and, and learn more about the museum and the the, the organization. Okay. Saturday, eleven a.m. to two, and Wednesday, eleven a.m. to two. Um, again, with the caveat that that might be a little different now with the spike in, in yeah, uh, might I don't know if there's cases. a phone number that can be called in advance before you go, but even even if they're not open, you know, just come on down to that section of town yeah. if you haven't been there recently. Um, you can see it uh, from the outside and just walk on down, really, uh, down Main Street there and uh, be in our downtown area easily. So uh, I should also mention this is a little bit different, but, uh, you know, we uh, we celebrated uh, our first Olympic gold medal medal winner uh, this uh, year. That's right. A young man by the name of Randolph Ross, and uh, we brought him in and gave him a key to the city. Um, we felt like that he represented uh, our town well, and so we were excited to have him. He's a terrific uh, young man. It was a pleasure yeah. to meet him. Um, and we hope that he'll be able to compete maybe in future Olympics and uh, maybe, who knows, might bring home some more medals. But uh, very talented, uh, very talented young man, and so uh, we're proud of him. Uh, I should also mention, let me see, that uh, since we are not that far removed, uh, Rick, from Christmas, that uh, the, the our Parks and Rec Department uh, get credit for this year. Uh, we sort of tatted a new event called a holiday block party. Um, I was out of town, actually, the weekend it occurred, but uh, I understand it was well attended. Uh, somebody told me there was a train down there and some other things. And, of course, we had the lighting of the Christmas tree prior to that, but... Uh, uh, they get a lot of credit for that. And this year, uh, we were able to bring back the Christmas parade due to some volunteer persons and one of our council members uh, who took the lead in that. And so uh, we're pleased to be able uh, to do that. It was a shorter parade, but I think it worked out very well. So those are all some things that uh, Parks and Rec uh, uh, have led us in. Yeah. And also on the, uh, before we move on to other things, kind of on the parks, kind of parks themed, we did make a parkland uh, purchase uh, back in, That's well, right. it was last, I don't know if it was in the summer, fall. Yep. 
it was i think it's referred to as the bowling property but uh it's it's some open space and wetlands property exactly 86 acres uh, of of undeveloped wetlands uh, and open space for future public access so uh yeah that was a purchase that uh we were helped uh it was sort of a partnership uh, with the city of Raleigh, even though uh, uh, Garner basically is the is the owner of the of the property. And so, in time, while there will be limit to how much we can develop that, we, it certainly will be. Uh, it's a nice addition to our parklands in general. So I'm glad uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that. And another partner in that purchase was a, a nonprofit called the Conservation Fund. That's right. That's the term so, I was looking so, for there. So sure you enough, know, the yeah. town was able to leverage some of its funds to be able to make a. A bigger purchase to absolutely protect those wetlands, protect our water, drinking water resources. Oh yeah, um, and, um, yeah. I've had a maybe chance. Maybe be able to use that space a little bit for greenway development. Y yeah, we think so. Or some some trails out there, like I said, uh, because of the type of land that it is, uh, there's some limitations on its use. But uh, we we think that uh, yeah, it can be some some trails uh, uh, put out there eventually that uh, that that we can use. Um, one other thing that uh, maybe you were going to ask me about, but at any rate, I want to note it while it's fresh on my mind. This uh, another this this very facility that we're seated in here for this podcast. Uh, we were able to um, have a ceremony and and honor our uh, most recent mayor, Ronnie Williams, our former mayor. Uh, we have now named this the Ronnie S. Williams uh, Council Chamber in in honor and memory of his many years of service. Uh, and uh, we wanted to recognize that and had a nice uh, unveiling ceremony. And uh, his, many of his family members were able to, uh, to come and be a part of that. And so I'm pleased that this council uh, was, uh, was interested in, in doing that. And so um, it now bears his name, and that will be a strong remembrance for many years to come. And, uh, you know, Mayor Williams was a Vietnam veteran. And uh, that kind of brings us to another thing that uh, we wanted to make sure we let listeners know about uh, this is something that we had hoped to maybe have in Garner a couple years ago uh, and then again last year but both both years COVID yeah. sidetracked those plans but there's there's um, something we hope coming out to uh, Lake Benson Park this spring if you want to yes you thank that? you for uh, leading me into that yeah out at our Lake Benson Park um, we're going to host uh, the wall that heals, uh, which is a it's a three quarter size replica of the uh, Vietnam uh, Veterans Memorial in Washington D.C. that I've had the privilege of uh, seeing on several occasions. So this has been hosted by a number of towns in um, in North Carolina, and as you said, uh, we were slated to host it the previous year, but COVID uh, again uh, postponed that. So. Uh, in late March of this year, um, that's when we is coming to town. I uh, should mention uh, Tim Stevens, uh, a local citizen that most of you know, has been very instrumental in uh, in uh, bringing this to our town or helping bring it to our town. And there are a number of volunteers that he's already uh, recruited to to help with the process. I think it's something that'll be open probably uh, 24 hours a day. Um, uh, many of our Vietnam veterans uh, who are familiar with it have talked about um, sort of the um, the emotional experience that they get and the healing that comes and seeing uh, and seeing that and so we're pleased as a town to uh, to host that we think any number most all of our citizens want to to go and see this and view this and we anticipate that people will come from faraway areas around to uh, to be a part of that as well so thank you for uh, reminding us of that that's uh, that'll be an important part of our uh, early spring i guess 
I think that the exact dates on that are uh, March 31st to April 3rd. So it's only it travels to about 20 or so cities per year. Okay. Um, each city, town, city, whatever gets it for you know three four days, and so yes. it there's the main the main thing of course is that replica three quarter size of of the um, Vietnam Veterans Memorial, and it's you know it's pretty impressive. It looks very much like the one in Washington D.C. Of course, um, and uh, yes. then the other part of this is there is uh, in, in uh, a mobile educational center that uh, you know offers that educational component too for yeah for visitors. And I'd like to mention for those who may have attended the um, uh, the recent ceremony there at our Veterans Memorial, there were some flags staked out in the. Uh, in the park field out there that would show sort of the uh, uh, the area where it will be installed and, and will be in place out there. So it'll be easily accessible and um, we think a lot of, a lot of folks will, will definitely uh, spend some time out there. But there's a compact period of time, so you need to be aware they won't be out there for weeks. It's uh, what, about four days or five days or so, yeah. I believe. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, and, you know, folks can look for details. We'll probably know more details about it, um, you know, soonish, but they can go to garnernc.gov, which is the town's website. Uh, also, there is a Facebook page specifically for this event uh, installation. Okay. Uh, and it is, if you go to Facebook, it's just, I think it's the wall that heals Garner. If you do a search for that on Facebook, it'll it'll bring up that page. And it's that page, I guess it's maintained by Tim. Uh, Tim. Tim Stevens. I believe that's right. So he yeah. posts updates on, you know, as, as he gets them. Sure. And I think he's hoping to organize, you know, some some events around it arrives in town and, and, and is installed to have, um, you know, maybe some sort of ceremony. I think there will be a ceremony. Actually, I think there's, there's possibly a short parade uh, yeah. that will uh, be done. Kind of a parade at the, type uh, event. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. So just, uh, you know, uh, Keep your eyes and ears open uh, for that, and you'll hear more about it. But um, uh, Tim, Tim is a is a good contact. But you can certainly go to these online sites and uh, and get updated information as well. Sure. So um, let's take just a few minutes and and maybe look forward to the rest of this year, 2022. And um, you know, I think uh, for us, a lot of it will see continued growth. We'll see. Uh, we'll have to continue to plan for that growth and for our bond projects, et cetera. Um, you want to talk about some of that? Sure, sure. I always uh, like to try to look ahead some. And so uh, I think you're exactly right, Rick. Um, uh, from an from a economic standpoint, I think we've come through uh, uh, the COVID era uh, in, in pretty good shape. We understand that any number of our businesses uh, have struggled. And uh, certainly I'm pleased to see uh, the federal government uh, uh, try to uh, offer up some help, uh, as has our state as well. But um, I think in terms of uh, maybe some new businesses locating to the area, there's a, well, a place they can go to choosegarnernc.com uh, and also the Garner Chamber of Commerce that will probably have some information about new uh, businesses or new um, employers coming to our town. So that's one thing I will mention. Also, uh, I think you've alluded to this, but obviously the American Rescue Plan um, its a federal government program that is uh, giving funds to most all of our municipalities, and uh, Garner was a recipient of that. 
the rules uh, and policies as to how you can spend those monies are sort of still being developed, even though they're they're sort of coming uh, to a head now. And so we expect to be able to to leverage those funds for some uh, any number of uh, things here, stuff that we still have to plan for and discuss. And again, we will. Our staff is um, is uh, helping lead and guide in that uh, direction as well. But you'll be hearing more about that fairly soon. And we we hope that, uh, you know, we'll be able to use these funds uh, for some very significant things that will be positive for our town. Um, we're also, uh, you'll see, of course, more uh, planning and design work, as you noted, on our major bond projects. That will be part of the bond uh, program that uh, voters uh, approve. So, uh Again, I didn't give you a time frame, but certainly during the uh, coming year, you'll start to see evidence of that. Um, and then, of course, we've already touched on COVID. Uh, we still have to remain vigilant as it relates to that. Uh, and we hope to be able to offer some some special events and programming, obviously, with the idea of keeping our citizens safe. Um, we'll probably, uh, and from my perspective, need to be conscious of the, the basics, social distancing and, and wearing masks, particularly when you're uh, in an inside setting. But uh, um, we're not going to let that uh, stymie things that we can do that uh, um, citizens hopefully uh, will be engaged in. And, and um, it'll continue to be um, a year, we believe, that's uh, going to be productive and positive, And uh, uh, we're going to do all we can to, to make it happen. Yeah. And I think that is about it. Uh, Can I, mean, I mention just I, there, a couple? There's, of things. there's a lot more we could talk about, but yes, yeah, certainly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, when, when, when I have an opportunity to speak to our citizens like this, uh, two things I want to do. Uh, one is to, uh, uh, to thank all of you for, um, for your encouragement and support of your town government. Uh, I know we don't uh, do things that uh, everybody always agrees with, but I can say to you that uh, as mayor and as your, your town council, I think. We are we're united in the idea that we want to do those things that we think are best for our citizens. We're always going to try to do that. Uh, and I encourage our uh, citizens to stay engaged with their local government. I know uh, any number of our people watch our, um, our council meetings uh, on the government channel and or they're streamed, I guess. Is it Facebook? Facebook uh, and now also YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. OK. YouTube. So I encourage you to stay engaged in, in that way. And, you know, um, there, there are ways to be involved with your government in other ways. Uh, there are volunteer advisory committees that uh, people can look to serve on, and any number of our citizens are served in that way. And so if you want to contact uh, our clerk's office, uh, our town clerk's office, uh, they can give you some information in that regard. And so I would also say that, uh, you know, if you're serving in some capacity, continue to do that. If you're not serving in some capacity, I encourage you to consider that. Uh, in terms of uh, what would best utilize your talents and your uh, your abilities and those kinds of things. And so um, I say all of those things. Well, number one, I know a lot of our people are engaged civically in, in civic clubs and those kinds of things. People are engaged in the faith community. They have a high respect uh, for the positive impact uh, they have as well. But um, I've learned during the time that I've been in uh, public service, uh, both as a council member and now as mayor, that... Uh, you know, it really does take all of us working together. Um, it's not something that you do this and I'll do that and, and our, the twain won't meet. It takes us all uh, working together. And I think our town has a strong civic spirit. And so I encourage uh, our citizens to, to continue that. It makes for uh, for good citizenship, for sure.
So uh, continue that, and uh, certainly if the mayor can answer questions for you along the way, I'll do my best, but I have a very competent staff who, uh, who are the experts, and so I usually refer many inquiries, uh, even to people like uh, Rick, who does a great job with our public information system, and Kyle, who's behind the scenes now working and helping film all of this. So a lot of good things going on. I uh, hope uh, 2022 you'll see uh, uh, some of the evidence of all that, and I encourage all of you to, to stay well, be well, and to find your place of service and get to it. Well, that's a that's a great way to finish up, Mr. Mayor. Thank you. Thank you for your service. And thanks for taking a, a little bit of your time or, you know, I know you don't have a lot of time to give, but you are very gracious to be with us today for um, a little bit to talk about everything that's happening. And uh, yeah, we definitely encourage folks to be engaged. Um, you know, check out the website, garnernc.gov, follow us on social media. Um, and look for ways to get involved. It doesn't necessarily literally have to be the municipal government, but, you know, your uh, faith community, you're a nonprofit, um, it does take us all working together to, to really make a great community. So thank you, Mr. Mayor. And that wraps up this edition of Garner Station podcast. Uh, you can watch this and all our other episodes at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash town of Garner. And the podcast, uh, you know, the audio podcasts are available wherever uh, you get your podcasts. So we'll uh, talk to you next time on uh, Garner Station. Take care.